Hello and welcome to the Purpose Filled Mommy with Minnie Marie podcast. Happy New Year. I'm so excited to connect with you all for the 2021 year and what a year it has been already. So I came up with just six things that I'm taking into the new year. I know I could have said, hey, 21 things that I'm taking into 2021. I didn't want to do all that. Just six simple things that I've learned from the past year. And just, I'm taking all of this, not just for 2021, but for the years ahead. So why don't you join me for today's show? Thanks so much for joining me for today's podcast episode. So let's dive right into today's topic. So we're talking about the new year. Happy new year again. And when we talk about the new year, that's when a lot of us talk about goal setting, new year's resolutions, and everything we can to better ourselves and to better our families. So what are your New Year's resolutions or goals? If you have some, feel free to email me or you can also comment and send me a voice message. I would love to hear those New Year's resolutions and those goals. Now for myself, I looked up different articles and I saw some people, you know, for 2021, some people had 21 things they wanted to do. Awesome, awesome, awesome. There are some articles that had 100 things that I'm taking into the new year. I'm like, you know what? Good luck. (laughs) But for myself, I only came up with six things, six things that I've learned from surviving 2020. And I say it just as I meant it. We all survived 2020. Wow. Pat yourself on the back. You did a great job. You may have had a couple of moments where you wanted to break down, sis, but you did it, okay? You learned about creativity. You learned you were stronger than what you thought you were. Look, we learned all type of ways to clean way (laughs) more intensely than we ever did before. Man, some of us had to take care of loved ones who were inflicted with the coronavirus. Some of us had to parent ourselves with having the coronavirus. Some of us even lost loved ones to it. We've had to do so many adjustments from how our children were traditionally being, you know, educated from homeschoolers, for those of us who had children in public and private school, for those of us who have our older children who are going off to college and celebrating graduations. Man, we had to do some creative things to protect our babies, to make sure our children, I say babies, I don't care how old they are. I'm talking about from eight to 18 to eight months. Okay. They are our babies. Okay. So from trying to help them cope and, oh goodness, we've done some stuff. Pat yourself on the back and also give yourself some grace and your kiddos at this time, because it was a shakeup. It was a shakeup, but we did it. So we survived. Now going into 2021, Whew, already, we already know that some things have popped down <laughs> and went down at the Capitol that is just like, wow. Not going to really address that in this particular episode, but what I will say is it's already starting off a little shaky and we don't want that to happen as far as what we can best control in our personal lives. We can't, we can't, you know, control what's outside of our homes, no matter what we try to do, but we can focus on our homes and what we can do as mothers, as wives, and as all the different roles that we have to play within our lives. Okay. So pat yourself on the back. You survived 2020 and 
you're going to survive 2021. So keep your head up. So when I was looking up different articles, when it come, um, when it came down to the new year and different activities, of course, I ran by a couple of articles that discussed, you know, goals and new year's resolutions. Some people had, you know, 21 things that I'm taking into 2021. And there are some people that had a crazy outlandish number of 100 things I'm taking into the new year. And I'm like, you know what, again, good luck with that. But for myself, I just thought about everything that I experienced in 2020 and just a couple of years prior to that, because my life did a very dramatic shift in dynamics and just adjusting to that as a mom, I was like, I only have six things that I've learned. I mean, of course I learned more than that, but just six things that I'm just taking in, you know, and just applying that for this year and with the hopes of the year ahead. So years ahead. So I definitely want to share that with you all and you can take some of these things, you know, for yourself If you're already doing it, kudos to you. But I also wrote a blog post on that. And you can check that out at PurposeFillMommyWithMiniMarie.com. And it just goes along with today's podcast. And it's also, again, very in-depth discussion of those six simple things that I'm taking into the new year. And I want you to join with me as I share those things with you. So let's talk about those things. So I'm talking about the six things that I'm taking into the new year and the years ahead when it comes down to just living life to the fullest, embracing my motherhood journey and just living life to the fullest. And you can check out more about this particular topic on the recent blog that I wrote and it's at PurposeFillMommyWithMiniMarie.com. It's entitled the same. And I want to share with you the six top things that I'm taking into the new year. And believe it or not, it has nothing to do with weight loss and anything that you would think that are the usual things that we talk about for New Year's goals and resolutions. And of course, I want to grow spiritually, professionally, all of those positive things. Yes, I want to grow any way I can when it comes down to benefiting myself and my family. But this list was actually more in reference to the lessons that we've learned from surviving 2020. And that's right. We all survived 2020. Our children survived it. Man, we had to be creative as parents. We had to cope ourselves with helping our children cope. We had to be creative with those of us who had teens, who had missed prom and graduation. And some of us had children who were entering college for the first time. And man, what an unpredictable year to try to help our children and our teens tried to go to the next phase in life with so much unpredictability, but we did it. We did it. Some of us had to cope with taking care of loved ones with COVID. Some of us had to parent while having COVID, but we did it. We did it. And I know 2021 started off right in January, not a real weekend with some major things to hit within the Capitol. I'm not going to talk about it on this particular podcast, but let's just say it's already starting off rocky, but I am sure as we survive 2020, we're going to survive this too. So I came up again with a list that pretty much just embraced family and it embraced personal growth and lessons learned. And I'm going to share with you guys what I've learned and you can take some of these things. You can apply them 
And I also want to hear your New Year's goals. And if you want to call them resolutions, I'm not going to beat you up about it. If that's what you want to say, it's all good. Some people say that, you know, I'm like, hey, whatever gets you going and floating, hey, let's do this. Usually I fail when it starts off with resolutions. I do good for like the first day or two. And then it's like, okay, what was I supposed to not do again? What I, what was I supposed to do again? So <laughs> not going to say that for myself, but you know, hey, do you. The first thing is embrace more downtime. That's one of the things that I have decided to do is embrace more downtime. We have been trained and programmed to always be on the go. You all know that. 80s babies, 90s babies, and above, you know, when it comes down to some of our parents, you know, 70s babies, I'm saying. You know, we've been trained to go. You know, the women's empowerment movement is awesome. A lot of us have degrees. We're educated. A lot of us are working from home. We're business women. Some of us, we're not your typical stay-at-home moms because your mom influences and you have your audience and you're in a major platform. And I see you out there, you know, kudos to you, but we're always on the go. If you're a mom influencer, if you work outside of the home on your time where you should be able to enjoy your family, you're trying to create content. I get you. I feel you. I know how it is. We're always on the go. And I have been a stay-at-home mom. I have, I'm a working mom. You know, I started working when I was a teenager. So I know how it is when it comes down to always being on the go. But when COVID hit and everything shut down and we all had to quarantine and just be at home because we had to do all the social distancing, you know what? I learned to just take on more of a casual lifestyle and be more attentive and enjoy precious downtime with my kiddos. You know, the pressures that we have outside of the home with interactions with others, sometimes it can take a lot of us when it a lot out of us when it comes to energy. But when just being at home with my people, being able to connect with my friends that know me, I can honestly say that I'm at a good place in my life where I have a healthy circle of friends and, you know, loved ones. And I and I love it. I'm I'm really just taking all this in and I just get to enjoy that. Just downtime. You know, I'll be honest with you. There's times when, yeah, I can say I'm a naturalista and I'm, I've twisted up my hair and done some, you know, cool curls with my Cantu products. And then there's sometimes, guess what? I got my Florida Evans fro. Just being 100 with you. House gown and all. <laughs> that mommy house dress. If you got a mommy house dress, I'd love to see it. Please let me know that I'm not the only one that has the mommy house dress or your faithful black tights your black leggings like this is what we're your yoga pants this is us right now okay <laughs> i embrace more downtime and just taking all that stuff in man it feels good it really does do i still do my other things i do but i have a more of a pace and a balance with it where i don't allow producing content or being a hard worker i don't allow that to to run me and lose myself where I, you know, I take that time to be like, you know what, I'm going to rest today, not procrastinate, but I pace myself where, okay, this is the time frame that I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z, and this is the time dedicated for me and my family. And I don't switch up on that anymore. I don't. So I embrace downtime. Um, number two is be creative as I want to be. I believe we all have a creative genius inside of us. Something that we just regardless if you're crafty or not just something that we just want to do it's in us as humans since day one when we were you know learning how to 
you know, do the, uh, build the hammer and make a nail. Okay. It's just in us. So while we have been home and working from home, some of the things that I've been able to do was just tap into my creative genes a little more and do more, um, DIY home improvement projects later today I'm supposed to paint I've been trying to paint for the past couple of months but my goal is many you want to do this room I remember when I said I was going to do the living room which I did do right when COVID hit you know that was something that my son and I did for a weekend and I never painted before I don't know why you know it was like we see these things and like oh my gosh I won't be able to do it but it wasn't as bad as I thought I don't even have a ladder I just have a tall chair but we made it work. It may have been bootleg how I had to do it, but <laughs> I was able to do it. So, you know, tap into your creative genius. Be as creative as I want to be. Painting. I am not an artist that takes on realism, but I do folk art. Just art in reference to everyday life and Southern culture. And I love Gullah art. So I've been embracing that when it comes down to painting and creating content from my blog. If you follow me, you'll know that I share a lot about my spiritual faith and journey. But if you get to know me, you'll know that I am a trip. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I am a former class clown. I love humor. <laughs> I love being around humor. I love joy. So I was like, you know what, Minnie, just continue to do you when it comes down to content. Oftentimes when you are someone and you talk about spiritual uh spiritual things and when it comes down to faith there's this very heavy seriousness that you always have to be serious but you know parenting ain't serious the kids the things that our kids do kids are a trip it's humorous within itself so I just embrace more of that side where you know hey this is us we're we're a funny family you know I love to sometimes switch up from my Florida Evans fro and do a little glam mom video just just having more fun with the content that I create and not allowing it to always uh, be where I'm trying to compare myself. That'll go into my next point, what, what everyone else is doing. And I have to kind of flow with their content. I do me <laughs> and I enjoy doing that. And when it comes down to just being creative, you do what fits and whatever suits you. And I love that I have children that are creative and sometimes you know, we have a little creative vibe going on in here. Everybody's doing them. I have one daughter who likes to create characters on her app. I have a seven-year-old who loves to play with her sketchbook with different uh, mediums. I'm an art teacher, so, and I teach theater. So when it comes down to mediums, I'm just talking about crayons and colored pencils and different things. She loves to express herself with that. And she really takes that stuff in. My son likes to make beats and videos and sometimes in the house everybody's just kind of doing them and it reminds me back in college days everybody's just sitting down in the same room with everybody's kind of like vibing doing their own thing and that we kind of do that here and we were able to do that more with everybody having downtime and we limit the cell phone use I mean if you're doing something creative on it great but as far as we're always having your cell phone on you my phone used to always go dead because my phone was like my lifeline for a couple of years, especially when I started off as a blogger. But I see now there's so many other things that you can do creatively outside of just being on your phone. And I embrace that. So whatever you want to do, tap into your creative genius. If you're a mom influencer, create your own platform with your own unique personality. You don't have to do what everybody else do. If everybody else have this filter, let them do that filter. Do what you want to do. All right. And you can see growth. I watch different people from years 
uh, past who've been on social media and just seeing the different growth and transformation of where they started and to where they are now. You know, it took being creative and stepping outside of the box to get to that point. So do that. You know, don't limit yourself. Tap into your creative genius. The next point is I'm not comparing myself. I definitely compare myself in different phases of my life and different seasons in my motherhood journey from homeschooling mom, comparing myself to those who had their kids in the public or traditional sector from transitioning, you know, and admitting that, hey, I, I, I had a failed marriage and going through the process of divorce, comparing myself to my friends who were married and their lives and the different people I follow. That was a heavy thing for me. I think that was the the heaviest time I compared myself because I kind of felt like, OK, I, I started off as this, you know, mom blogger married and, you know, talking about being a caregiver and wife and mom of four. Now, where, where do I kind of fit in now? And guess what I've learned? Look, everybody has their own life that they have to live and be happy for others and their happiness. That's where I am. I'm happy if you have a marriage or you are married and it's, and it's happy. I'm happy for you. I love to see happy couples of all backgrounds. I really do. And just because someone is divorced or a single mom, it doesn't mean that we're bitter. So I love seeing people who are happy and in love and I support marriage and family. So I definitely want to put that out there. But I also support those of you guys who are like myself, who are single and who are divorced moms. And I don't want you to feel like you have to walk shamed with your head held down for anything. This is only a season Love on yourself, love on your children and whatever your marital status is. You know, everything takes work. Marriage takes work. Being a single parent takes work. Okay. It may take a different effort sometimes, but best believe it all takes work. Okay. So if you see someone happy, don't try to read too much into it. They're happy, but they're just pretending that's bitterness. Don't do that. Be happy for other people and just walk in your own truth, love on your kiddos and just own your mom role fiercely. That's when it comes down to the top three things that I have when it comes down to the things that I'm taking into the new year. I cannot wait to share with you more. So we're going to go to the next three things that I'm taking into my top six of things I'm taking into the new year. So again, thanks for joining me. And I want to share with you this because my list, again, is not coming from the usual, typical weight loss journey you know, high professional goals, all of those things I'm going to do anyway. But my list definitely comes down to talking about in reference to my personal life with just learning how to just live life and embrace family, especially in dealing with so much loss and confusion from 2020. So it's not a high octane type of list. It's definitely a list in talking and discussing about the less is more. So my point four is making the little things count. There was no denying how many lives were lost to COVID-19 as it swept through our communities and our homes. COVID hit us as a family when my seven-year-old was the sole individual in our home that was tested positive for the COVID-19. Out of a house and home of five individuals, one child. I have no idea how that happened. She always wore a mask. This was the child that always washed her hands after every interaction, after every meal. But it was her, you know, and trying to rearrange that 
as a parent, my ex lives two hours away. My mom is two hours away. So it's a little complex. And you can't really find a babysitter like that right now during COVID. If you do, you are definitely, definitely blessed in that area. So I had to kind of, you know, really think about that. You know, you see all the numbers on the television of this is the amount of people that are being infected. These are the amount of people that have lost their lives. But when your child is in that number and, you know, as a family, many of you all can be in that same number too, or anything that could happen, you know, it kind of changes things. So I'll admit that my children occasionally get on my nerves. They work my nerves as a mom. They work my patience. But I don't know what I'll do if anything happened to any one of my children. I, I don't. So their little quirky ways, their little temp- temper tantrums, lips pouting out, it gets on my nerves. But if anything happened to one of my babies, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what I'll do. So when that happened to me as a mom, that definitely had to kind of wake me up. So I'll be honest with you. I enjoy downtime together with my kids. I'm happy when we're all together. I embrace the moments when they pull the weeds and they give them to me as flowers. You know, them little flowers, they die like as soon as they pick them, but they, they give them to you and they're like, here, mom, I enjoy those moments. I really do. I enjoy when they show me their little stick people that they're drawing and I put them on the refrigerator when we're cooking together and we have our cooking mishaps. Sometimes we have some, some cooking, you know, some awards now because those Christmas cookies, if you haven't checked out. Our Christmas cookies was the bomb. <laughs> I enjoy those moments, all right? And just seeing their little silly dances, all of that just, it just touches me, man. But when you think about it, any moment that you could have not had that. And I know we can talk about, well, you know, with some people, they they didn't have symptoms. It's not that serious. You don't know. And there have been children who have lost their lives to COVID. So with that being said, I make sure every little moment counts. I don't let people interrupt my day, but with their nonsense and foolery, (laughs) we all have those people. We all have those girlfriends. I don't let that come in. My family time is my family time. I don't interrupt that for nobody. And I have my time for myself and I give them their time. And when I say that it's those moments that I treasure, it's the little things that count. You're not going to remember something that you post. And you created in content, let's say, let's go to a random date, May the 5th. Okay, Cinco de Mayo. That's my government birthday. That's a long story. I'll tell you about that later. (laughs) But that's an inside joke. But um, I'm not going to remember if I made whatever particular post or how many likes I got. But I'm definitely going to remember going for this walk and discovering a waterfall with my children. I'm never going to forget that. I'm never going to forget that. I'm not going to remember... Who laughed at one of my videos, one of my silly videos, you know, despite the hours it took for me to create and edit. I don't care if it was a one minute video that usually takes if it's one minute. Sometimes it takes about an hour sometimes to get it right. But I will tell you this. I'm not going to remember sitting there reading that story with my child or my son asking me about a question about, you know, teenage life. And I'm really having a heart to heart. I'm not going to forget that. So. I make the little things count and I make them count a lot more now. I celebrate my people. That's my next point. I can definitely say in going through this season in my life that you learn your people. And 
I've had some family members and close friends to just step up and just show me, look, I'm here. I'm supporting you. No judgment. And they're there to provide me encouragement. So I'm grateful for those individuals in my life that stood by me in such a difficult time and going through a divorce that stood by me and encouraging me when I decided, you know what, I'm going to take all my silliness and I'm going to put it in a blog. And they're like, you know what, I'm going to support you. You know, they made their presence pronounced. And when you are a writer or a speaker, you need to know your organic audience. And there's some of you guys that regardless when it comes down to somebody's personal life or whatever like that, and I'm talking about that somebody being myself, like you've been there from day one when this whole thing started. And it was like, oh gosh, it's going on five years. And I appreciate those people. Oftentimes we get so caught up in the likes that we forget that such and such been liking and supporting your stuff since day one. It's great to get a new audience and new followers. But when you get your organic people, not no one that you had to pay and sponsor for them to like a video or anything that you have, like your organic people that's been down from the get down with your platform, show them love and support. If you have a girlfriend and you are a fellow blogger, a mom influencer, and she's not competing with you and she's trying to help you and you guys are being um, supportive of one another, you know what? Give her, you know, show her how much that her being there means the world to you. This is the year I really believe that we need to celebrate our people. Not just because of the lives lost, but in taking on the role of gratitude. So be sure to celebrate your people. I really believe that insecurity and lack of self-acceptance, it plays on your mind and making you think that all I have is negative people in my life. And you think about all those negative interactions. And when you're in the little red hen stage and growing a business and whatever you do, you think about all those people, those aunts, those uncles, those family members, those friends who go silent and they don't openly support you. I want you to focus on the people who are there. It's more beneficial for us to train our thoughts, to focus on those who are there, who never wavered and celebrate them for being a part of our lives. I want us to do more of that because our conversations tend to focus on all the negative people, all the people that that we, you know, deem that were not the right fit. And they'll take over happy moments that you could have shared with your girlfriend via Zoom. I say Zoom because I have a couple of friends that I Zoom chat with. Um, I have a couple of friends that we have to mask it up on the front porch and we talk. I don't want my conversations with my friends always talking about what so-and-so did, how so-and-so fake, how so-and-so didn't do right. I'm celebrating my people. If you have a husband that's been there and love a loving, supportive husband, celebrate that. Embrace that. You know, celebrate moments with your kids. You have a mom that's there, a father that's there. Celebrate your people. Let me tell you what we did this past New Year's. I've never done a holiday via Zoom. <laughs> But my mom and her sisters, we did a Zoom Happy New Year and it was so fun. You know, celebrate your people, make time for your people, celebrate the people who openly support you beyond just giveaways. Thank these people for being there, honestly. All right. And the next point that I have is I give myself more credit. I am definitely one of those people who can be very hard on myself and I internalize a lot of things and I'm working on that. I'm working on that. I'll be honest with you. I'm a work in progress, 
But when we internalize things, guess what it does? It aggravates our mind. It drains our spirit. And it, it it's like it diminishes all hope. It's like everything's going. This is what my daughter Paris does. You know, I have a daughter that has autism, have twin daughters. And one has autism and the other one doesn't. And when something happens and there's a mishap, she'll say it's all over. It's all gone. Everything's gone. And we have like, all right, calm down, Paris, and bring it back, friend. And then she comes back with a smile. But it's like in that moment, it's almost like I'm I'm having a moment like her where it's like everything's gone. Everything's this horrible. And that's not a true reality of what's going on. So what I've learned is to give myself more more credit, not about being cocky, but just giving myself more credit. And when we call ourselves constantly beating ourselves up usually that's because we deal with self-doubt a professionalism mindset and we have these unrealistic comparisons I was just flipping through social media and I was seeing somebody you know I tell you I follow people on social media you know and other moms and I'm all for the cleaning videos but I'm gonna need some of us to show some how we really clean the house no makeup on (laughs) Not cleaning an already clean house. I need us to really show some real stuff. I'm going to organize these closets. I'm actually going to do a cleaning video. And I want to show like the reality. Not saying I'm just keeping it real in other people's fate. But I want us to show the transparency and take away this professionalism for likes. Because that's not a part of motherhood. And I had a mom reach out to me recently. And it was just sharing with me some things that they were going through. When it comes down to this perfectionism mindset that we always have to be perfect patty, perfect home, perfect body, perfect kids. And that's not it. So give yourself more credit. Look, if you fold, let's say you folded three baskets today and you got three more baskets tomorrow. At least you did those three baskets. You know, I always talk about the laundry because the laundry is my struggle zone. All right. If you cleaned out one closet. And you were and you were on your organizing. Uh, this is what I'm gonna do for the new year. I'm gonna organize. And you cleaned and, and knocked down one closet. Great. Do one closet a week. That's what you do. You pace yourself. Do not feel that you have to put on the pancake, little Richard makeup on, and put yourself out there and say, "Clean with me." You don't have to do that. Be yourself. Be yourself. Not taking away from those ladies to do that, but I want to encourage you when it comes down to the people you follow. Make sure you follow people who inspire you, um, give inspiration and not anybody that's going to add more pressure on you to make you feel that what you're doing is not good enough. All right. Give yourself more credit, mama. All right. Look, if you like me, like I'm not going to do no more takeout and we're not going out to eat. I'm working on that. I want to save money. You may have done five days a week. Now you're down to one. Like give yourself credit for how you're doing. If you started off saving $10 and now you're going to $20. Pace yourself and give yourself more credit. Too many of us beat ourselves down because of these unrealistic expectations and comparisons in this perfectionism mindset. And ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> all right. We don't. All right. I don't do that for myself. All right. When things don't go as planned, I just release what I can't control. Look, I can't control what happened at the Capitol that had nothing to do with me. So if you're a sensitive soul and an empath like me, I take on sometimes the emotions of what's around me and even sometimes that of others. I've learned, look, that has nothing to do with me. Okay. So you didn't have nothing to do with what was going on at that Capitol. All right. So pull back. It has nothing to do with you. All right. Take things day by day. 
I approach things with giving myself grace. And if I know in my heart that I'm doing the best that I can, that I know I did good. I know I did good. If I put in my all and what I did, I don't care if there was a relationship, anything. It could be baking these cookies. If I baked and I thought I did everything right and then went left field and I'm like, okay, look, I did my best. I'll try again tomorrow. All right. Or sometimes I just let some, you know, I let it go. That's not my moment. All right. Whatever I'm saying in what I'm saying is basically this. If you did the best that you can and you gave your all into something, you did good. You did good. All right. I cleaned my car out. It's that one stu- like stubborn stain that just doesn't want to act right. Okay, it just don't want to do it. But did I clean up that car? I cleaned up that car. I did good. All right. And this is my bonus one. Live life with adventure, laughter, and humor. My kids and I discovered a walking trail that had a beautiful walking, a beautiful waterfall. And I didn't know that we had this waterfall like here downtown. Never would have thought that, you know. But just going on an adventure, you know, we couldn't do a Chuck E. Cheese during COVID. <laughs> the kids got tired of being in the house. So we just decided to go for our little walks. We would always do our little walks and trails. But it was like, you know what? That's a new trail. I didn't, I never thought about that one. And we just decided to go and we could hear the waterfall. It was like, it's a waterfall. And just seeing us like walk through some rocks and go there. Now, oh my gosh, since everybody start posting it on social media, this beautiful waterfall that had no trash. Now you, child, I saw a Zaxby's takeover, uh, takeout box, uh, junk, just trash the place. Oh gosh. And I'm not against social media. Please know I'm not like that. But I do want us to be able to take care of things. You know, it's like once you put something out there, any and everybody wants to go so they can have their moment. And then just, it doesn't look the same like it did. So they're going to do some cleanup to get it back. But I'm just happy so I don't get on the soapbox that we discovered something like that right at the Augusta Canal in the Savannah River. You know, it was just beautiful. So find some adventure in your life. Find some adventure that you guys can discover as a family, even as a couple. You know, I find myself when it comes down to like minor setbacks, just laughing it out instead of just like what I used to do is have that moment and it would just almost like break my spirit. I was trying to find a little laughter in things after I after I found the lesson, because I'm like, sometimes you can't laugh immediately. You got to find that lesson first. So after you find the lesson, then you can sometimes get a little laughter up in there after you done found it. But I definitely laugh more and I embrace humor. So, you know, me in the world of TikTok, oh my gosh, I can't do the dances. I'm going to figure out what I can do, but just living a life that is with a good, healthy, happy mindset for the mind, body, and spirit. That's what I'm at right now. So I know it wasn't your typical list when it comes down to New Year's resolutions, but it was a list that meant the world to me. And I hope that that list also blessed you. Hey, thanks so much for joining me again for today's podcast episode as I share with you the six things that I'm taking into the new year. And again, share with me via voice clip or you can contact me on social media about your goals for the new year. I would love to connect with you. Also, I have a series where I'm sharing moms who inspire. So if you have an inspiring story that you would like to share 
within your personal life regarding motherhood, please connect with me because I would love to connect with you. All right. You can also follow me at Mommy with minimarie.com and you can check out today's blog post along with more inspiration and helpful tips and stories. You can also follow me on YouTube, now TikTok, ah, <laughs> and Instagram. And please like my Facebook page. I so appreciate the love that you guys shared with me on my video. I think it's up to 6,000. Yeah, 6,000 views on Facebook. And it's like one thing that I'm taking into the new year. It's not letting nothing steal my smile. And you guys show love for that. So I definitely appreciate that love. Share that video and please like my Facebook page. And I want you guys to just live, love, laugh, and be blessed. You know what I'm going to say? I love you, but God loves you more. Be blessed, beautiful people.